Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Only One Hotspur podcast. We hope that you are not bored of us just yet, um, but it is just me and Joe, um, and we are going to be previewing our game against Newcastle. Um, we are in the cursed, it's, well, it seems cursed third kit, um, despite the fact it's probably one of the nicer kits that we've had in a long time. It, we haven't actually won in it unfortunately um joe despite the the cursed kit um and the form of, of sort of both sides coming into this one how do you how do you see this one panning out um yeah i think obviously because we're uh, wearing that kit it might be worth putting on a cheeky bet for newcastle to win 3-1 um or something like that uh, <laughs> Obviously, that's for those over the age of eighteen, right? That 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 can that can. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, or just take your parents' phone. Um, <laughs> obviously, only joking there. Please don't go and do that. No. I'm not held responsible. Um, but but moving on swiftly from that, um, you know, I'm I'm expecting an interesting game. I think, especially after the Arsenal game. Um, as I said. In the review of that one, I think it was a lot more promising than some of the other games. Um, you know, we did create chances. Um, I don't think anyone can say that we didn't because Martinez kept him in the game for Granite Bay. Um, so I'm expecting chances. I'm expecting us to um, have a good go. I'm not expecting us to go there and not have a shot on target like we did at Bournemouth. Um, I think. It's a hard one to predict with Newcastle, I think, because obviously we've, um, we've got a few injury problems, I think, and, um, and defensively as well. And obviously, they are quite a sound team defensively. Um, I think Steve Bruce has actually done a really good job there, personally. I think, you know, but he's been overlooked for like managers who have done well this season because of like Chris Wilder, um, you know which is understandable, but I think Steve Bruce has actually done a good job at Newcastle. You know, they haven't ever really been in that relegation battle. Um, I think they've looked quite solid. I don't think they've been smashed really, obviously, maybe by City, but that's City. Um, but apart from that, I don't think they've really been beaten that heavily. Uh, I think their problem is scoring goals at times. Um, obviously, they signed Joe Linton, um, and he's only scored, I think, two goals, and one of them was against us, you know, absolutely typical. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to it, partly. Um, but it's it's just one of them games, isn't it, in Newcastle? Newcastle, you can never be too confident because they can always just put in a performance. And I think we never really have the most convincing game against Newcastle. Um, I remember games like obviously last game of the season, a few game, you know, a few seasons ago um, when we got spanked. Um, I remember when they came to White Hart Lane and I think Tim Cruel made the record for the most saves in a game that day. And Lloyd Remy went up and scored the other end, so you know, win one nil. You know, Newcastle and obviously they won one nil um, earlier on this season against us. Like, they are a very hard team to break down. I think their injury problems at the back um, could 
cause them a bit of a problem um, potentially and that might I mean there's a couple of openings um, obviously that is being hopeful and hopefully they are missing a couple of their key players um, especially Lascelles because he is a leader for that team and he's actually a very good centre half as well I think he's a very very underrated centre half um, you know I think he could probably play for slightly uh, team, you know, a better team, maybe a team who's higher up in the table. Um, you know, I think he's actually quite a good centre half. You know, he's probably, probably better than, uh, probably putting better defensive performances uh, for them than some of our defenders. Let's put it that way. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting game. I don't think it's going to be a massive scoreline to either team. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, what what are your feelings on it? Um, a little bit similar to you, actually. It's going to be a bit of a bit of a strange one. Uh, I think Newcastle are always a bit of a funny kind of strange side, especially over the last sort of couple of seasons. You never know what type of Newcastle is going to turn up. Um, you know, is it going to be one that's just going to sit in and frustrate? Um, which I think they've done a lot under Bruce. Um, especially. Um, I think under Rafa, they didn't really have much option but to play that way. But I think, um, you know, under Bruce, it seems that he come in and adopted that approach kind of straight away. Um, and I think that's probably why, I mean, the fans weren't happy, you know, Rafa leaving and, and Bruce coming in anyway. But it's certainly, you know, I think the the style of, of play um, hasn't really helped them too much. I know in terms of points and league positions, they're probably better off. Um, but you sort of look and wonder, has there been much improvement actually in Newcastle as a team and as a side? Not really. I know it's a difficult environment to be in at the minute, what with um, what's going on, takeover talk. Um, walking into a an atmosphere at a football club where the fans are trying to do virtually all they can to get the owner out um, and and stuff like that. Um, I think you know, as you said, their problem's been scoring goals and not conceding them. Um, although I have had a discussion with somebody sort of earlier on in the season about Newcastle, we thought it was the other way round, um, which was quite funny um, because, like I said, I don't know if anybody's watch Newcastle this season but uh, yeah it's definitely been going the other way but I think it's the, getting the support to Joel Linton that's been that's been the issue um, and you know I think fans have also been frustrated with some of Bruce's comments um, in, in certain press conferences um, you know you go from a man like Rafael Benitez who's talking about building something um, for the city and for the football club and then you've got a man like Bruce that's come in and is sort of saying, well, you know, we're doing, we're doing well, we're not in a relegation battle. I think that mindset mm. and that change in, in mindset and mentality has been quite hard for Newcastle fans to really swallow. Cause like I say, they've gone from Rafa, who I think tactically is a, is a brilliant manager um, and does very, very well, you know, wherever he's gone um, in, in my opinion. Um, probably barring the Real Madrid spell um, that he's had, um, you know, I think 
like I say, wherever he's gone, he's done a he's done a really really good job. Um, so yeah, but like I said, you don't you don't ever sort of know what what Newcastle's going to turn up, um, and it's it's a it's a bit of a strange one. But I do think not having the fans at St James's Park will probably help us. Um, you know, it's it's. I think it's one of those things that you know, for an away team, you go to St James's Park and it's always, you know, keep keep that crowd quiet for the first sort of fifteen twenty minutes, and then they might start to get a little bit frustrated. Um, so that will probably work in our favour because we haven't got that. We haven't got their, you know, we haven't got their fans trying to urge them on and, and get on, get on to the them to push um, and push on a little bit. Again, it might help them as well really because they haven't got that pressure of having to go out and attack or or whatever um but yeah i i've got a feeling that we we may pick up some points um I, whether it's going to be pretty or not again i don't even know what tottenham's going to turn up let alone what newcastle's going to turn up you never know is it are we going to get a a sheffield united a brighton type of performance are we going to get a bournemouth style performance or are we going to get you know an actual half decent performance for for a change um you know it, it's it's a bit up in the air for me um but i'm hopeful that we can we can pick something up um we need to um build on the momentum that we've that we that we've got from from beating them lot um at the weekend um so yeah, I think I know it's sort of towards the end of the season now, and we haven't got many games left. But try and build something then, and then you can hopefully we can hopefully look to carry that carry that on into into next season, really. Yeah, I think I think that's probably right. I think realistically now, obviously we would we will still be pushing for them Europa League spots, but it's not in our hands. Um, obviously, it doesn't go down to eighth now because uh, obviously City's ban has been overturned um, so I think you know we, we can only do what we can we can only go and win the games if Wolves and Sheffield United go in all theirs uh, you know you can't you can't do anything else um, so I think it is mainly just trying to get that you know just win put ourselves in the best position for next season um, but also just get the wins, get that confidence going again within the team ready for next season. I think that is the main thing now that we have to take from it. I think, you know, if we get the Europa League spot, fantastic. Um, you know, but I think just getting that win, getting the wins, getting the confidence in, um, ready for next season is, is the big thing, uh, personally. Yeah, no, no, like I say, completely, completely agree with you on, uh, on that one. Um, we were having a bit of a discussion on this before we, we jumped on, Joe. Um, predicted lineup time. Um, and we're going to start with Newcastle because they are the home team. Um, and this one, we had we were sort of scratching our heads, really, um, trying to work out who, who might actually play, yeah. um, especially at, at, at the back, because uh, I think, as you touched on, um, Newcastle do have a, have a few injuries in, in that department. But you know, Joe, give it your best shot um, and, and see how we get on with uh, yeah. So how do you see Newcastle lining up then? Yeah, obviously, um, the Brav cut in goal. Um, I think, you know, he's a, he's a good goalkeeper, um, to be fair to him. 
Um, I think I do think he has got a mistake in him at times, though. I think he's one of them sort of, sort of goalkeepers who can make worldy, worldy saves where you think, how's the guy done that? But I, I think he does have that mistake in him. Um, Just to talk about that, Joe, I think his performance at, at Wembley last season probably sums that up perfectly mm. because he actually had a really, really good game. Um, but, you know, let Sonny's shot sort of go through him really so yeah. I think that that probably sums up Dubravka um, in, in a nutshell really but no carry on with your with your lineup. Yeah I agree with that I sort of that sort of uh, jog my memory I just remember some of the other mistakes in but yeah um, obviously at the back as as we've uh, said you know they do have a few issues there um, the sales is a doubt obviously Danny Rose can't play for them because um, well he's on loan from us um, so I think it is now trying to think of how they are going to set up and obviously I think they do quite like going for a back five or back three however you want to put it um, but I think they are you know as we said before I think you know we think they probably will have to go for a back four um, I think that is a big sort of possibility with them I think they might go for I'm going to go for DeAndre Yedlin, um, Fabian Schaar, uh, Fernandez, and Manquillo at the back. Um, in midfield, it's going to be John Joe Shelby and Nabil Bentelev, you know, your favourite player, Wes. Um, <laughs> um, then I think. We, we, we had, you know, apparently St. Maximan might be a doubt as well for them. But I've got a feeling he'll play. Um, and I tell you what, he's a cracking player. I do, he's one of them players who, who just excites you, isn't he? Um, you know, it's a bit of skill. He's a bit, you know, he's, he's like a raw player, if that makes sense. Um, and I love players like that. You know, they get you up, obviously. Um, Shane's playing for them. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it'll be good to see him play anyway. Um, left on the left, maybe like Matt Ritchie, because um, obviously he's quite sound defensively as well, isn't he? Um, so even if they drop back into like a, a back five somehow, maybe I don't know how good Mankilo is, but he might drop into like a centre half type player. You never know. Um, you know that that can maybe be an option. So I think that's my midfield four for them. I reckon Almiron will play sort of just ahead of them. Um, as almost like a centre-forward type player. Um, he's quite good at his running, isn't he? Um, I think that's one of his big things. You know, he never stops. Um, and I reckon Gale will get the shout for them up top because he actually seems to have started a bit of Hot, well, a hot-ish streak for them. You know, I think he's got a few goals in the past few games. Um, I think Steve Bruce will, you know, keep the faith in him for that. Um, obviously, if not, I reckon it'll obviously be Jolington or uh, Gale, but I'm to go with uh, Gale to start for them up top. Yeah, what, what's, what's your team for them? Um, yeah, I think um, for... For me, my my Newcastle lineup, I think again Debravka in in goal. He's since he's come in, I think he's been fantastic for Newcastle since they brought him. 
Um, an absolute bargain, in, in my opinion. I think it was something ridiculous, like four million. They they got him for, and you know they've certainly got their money's worth. Um, that that's for sure. Um, right back. This could could easily be a flip of a coin between Yedlin and Valentino Lazaro. Um, do you know what? I'm going to go with Lazaro, um, and I'm going to go with him as a wing back. Um, because I think they might revert to a, a back five and have um, Fernandez, Lascelles. Um, I know he's doubtful, but I, there's a, there's a part of me that anticipates that that he'll get the shout um, and he'll he'll pass it like a fitness test and, and play. Um, so yeah, it'll be Fernandez, Lascelles, and, and Fabian Shaw um, as as the three centre halves. Um, and then Richie, I'm going to put as a left wing back. I think he's he's played there before and actually done fairly well. Um, I think he's one of those Matt Richie that gives everything. Um, you know, not the greatest player in in the world, but tell you what, he gives you 100. Um, percent We've got a few of those in in our team um, that that get loved. Um, but I think you know, as a fan, you you know, you can't really ask for anything more than than that from a player. So I don't think you can really knock a player for just doing the basics and, and giving 100%. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll he'll get the uh, the nod at left wing back. Um, yeah, could be Mankio that, that plays there um, as well. Um, so there's another option potentially for Newcastle. Um, if Lascelles doesn't make it, I think it will be the the back four that that you mentioned because um, I think that's pretty much what Newcastle have got so they can't really can't really change too much um, but I agree with you in that the fact that Lascelles is quite a key player for them because he is a leader um, at the back um, and 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 stuff like that so yeah I think he him not playing will be a miss because I think he is a I wouldn't say a bit of a throwback but he he does you know put his head in where others would put their foot, that kind of start like that type of defender. Um, but he can, he's not bad um, in terms of getting on the ball and, and distributing it out from the back either. Um, midfield two. Yeah. Again, maybe I reckon Sean Longstaff might play if he's available. Um, I've heard he's a doubt um, as, as well. If not, it'll probably be Nabil Bentaleb. Um but I don't know if he's improved since his Tottenham days, but in his Tottenham days, he was he was what people think Harry Winks is now, um, which, yeah, I think that's probably the best way to, to sum it up. Like I said, I don't know if he's changed um, since since being at Newcastle. So if any Newcastle fans are watching, please uh, please feel free to comment um, and, and let me know. Um, yeah, I think John Joe Shelby... Um, is, is likely to start. I actually think John Joe Shelby is quite underrated. Um, I think his passing range is different class. No, I agree. Um, like, could put the ball on a sixpence for any, like, put it, tell me where you want it and he'll find you. Like, absolute sat now. Um, kind of thing. So, yeah, and I actually quite like John Joe Shelby as a, as a player. Um, like I say, his passing range is just different class I just think with him it's he lets himself down a little bit at, at times with certain things that, that he does so um, which obviously isn't isn't ideal um, but I think he really had 
the opportunity to go to Newcastle and propel his career and get that kick started again. I don't think it's it's really worked as he would have anticipated. Um, been in and out of the side a lot um, ever since he joined. Really, um, sort of been in and out of the team. Um, yeah. So then I think Miguel Almiron will play from the right. Um, he's played there a lot this season. Um, I think, as you said as well, Joe never stops running um, like a Duracell battery, just keeps on going and going and going. Um, and always looks threatening. I don't think he... He's one of those players that always looks threatening without always doing something threatening, if that makes sense. Um, you know, whenever yeah. he gets the ball, uh, him and St. Maximan, you know, you're off your seat. You know, you're on the edge of your seat. You're wondering what they can do, what they can do next. Um, so... Yeah, I anticipate Almiron from the from the right, um, and St. Maximan from the left. I think that's probably his best position, um, and he's been he's been a really really good addition to this Newcastle team in terms of a ball carrier. Um, you know, as you said, excited and gets gets fans off their seats. It's what Newcastle fans like. Um, you know, I've got a few mates of mine who are Newcastle fans, and. Um, you know they really do like Sam Maximan, and he's you know you speak to Newcastle fans of, of, of like players gone by. They all yes they speak about the the number nines and everything like that, but actually there's also players like David Ginola, Lauren Robert, um, you know the flair players that that get that get them off their seats um, and and stuff like that as well. And he Sam Maximan definitely fits in fits into that category. Um, yeah, up top, I think it'll be Joel Linton. Um, I think if you're going, if they are to play a five-four-one, then it has to be has to be a bit more of a target man um, as opposed to Gale. I think Gale is more of an impact player. Um, I mean, scored a, a hatful of goals in the championship um, and has done throughout his career. I think he's found playing in the Premier League a bit of a struggle. Um, always question marks as to whether he can score at this level but then having said that he's bagged a few since the restart and actually um, you know it still looks his lively self um, and I think that's one thing you can always say about Dwight Gale he is quite a lively player um, so yeah that's that's how I anticipate Newcastle to line up like I say 5-4-1 um, with, with Lascelles in if they don't then maybe Lazaro might play from the right um, and they go a bit more you know as, as you said then with um, and a bit, if if Lascelles doesn't play, I anticipate a bit more of a, a lineup like you predicted. Um, to be fair, um, maybe one or two changes here and there, but other than that, I can't I can't really look past the lineup you gave, really. Um, so Joe, how do you see the mighty Spurs um, lining up? How are we going to set up, um, and and how are we going to try and get get the uh, get the win, the all important win to put us in um, a bit more of a contention yet again for. For Europe next season. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very interesting one. Um, obviously, Hugo in goal, but obviously, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Serge will play. Obviously, really unfortunate circumstances. Um, obviously, yeah. Um, so, I'm just trying to think how we will set up because of that. And I've got two teams in my head here. Um, because obviously Tanganga has only just come back as well so whether or not he wants to risk him up against the Newcastle side he can obviously be quite dogged 
Um, you know, it'll be an interesting one. So I'll, I'll quickly read off my two teams. Um, first one is how I think he is going to go. Um, I think he is going to go for JT at the right back. I think he's going to risk him, to be honest. I then think it's going to risk it for a chocolate biscuit. <laughs> Should have known that was coming with you. So basically, yeah, so you know, it's you. Um, I think he's going to stick with Toby and Sanchez because, to be fair, they had a crappy game against Arsenal. I think Davis obviously left back. I think it is going to be. It's probably going to be almost the same. I think you know, Sizoko Winks. Lucas, Gio, Son, Kane. Um, but my other team, what I think I might prefer for this game um, would be Hugo Ingall. It would be Toby, Sanchez, Jan and Davis. Um, like Davis is a left wing back. Um, I'd have Gedson, Fernandez as a right wing back. Because obviously Jose Mourinho has said, um, you know, that he's looked it in there. I, you know, he said right back, but I personally think Gerson Fernandez would be. I think he'd actually be quite a good right wing back. I think he's quite, he's no, not no slouch. Um, seems quite nippy. You know, likes to get about. I think he could be quite a good little right wing back. But I think if you put him at actual right back, maybe his defensive. Um, qualities might be questioned. But then again, um, the way Jose plays with that back four, obviously right back, you know, Serge does normally push on. So he might even get away with it there, I guess, thinking about it. But still, I think I'll still go with what I'm going with. Um, then I will go for Sizoko, because let's face it, he'll play. Um, Sissoko and Gio in the middle. Um, then I'd probably say Son, Lucas and Kane as like almost a front three. But I reckon um, Son and Moore might come in a bit more narrow at times, almost like a 3-4-2-1 um, rather than a 3-4-3, uh, you know, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think that right back... Um, slot is going to be the interesting one there. I think it'll be more or less the same um, otherwise to the derby because everyone, to be fair, put in a really good shift. Um, so, you know, you can't actually criticise that. You know, even Suzuka had a good shift, you know, um, for himself. Um, quickly add that bit in there. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm quite quite interested to... To hear yours now, because obviously I think that right back situation for this game is going to be quite interesting. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, I think you know JT probably the standout candidate for that right right back spot. Um, she on the bench for for Derby Day, so um, that says to me that if he is. I know he would probably, in an ideal world, wouldn't want to rush him back. But if he can make the bench, then there might be a chance. There could have been a chance for him to potentially get on the pitch um, should he needed. Should he be needed on uh, on Derby Day? 
Um, yeah, I think I that's probably that's probably one um, area that I would probably only change from from the the team from Derby Day. So that's Hugo in goal, JT Tanganga at, at right back, um, Toby and and and, and Sanchez at, at centre half with Davis at left back. Although, having said that, I think you mentioned the way that we play. Um, we tend to have one fullback that really attacks, um, and then the other one kind of stays at home and is more defensive. Um, so, you know, is there a potential scenario whereby we have Tanganga at right back and he can be that more defensive one and then Sessignon uh, at left back because he can just get forwards? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'd quite like to see that. It's a good actually. opportunity for him. Yeah, I'd quite yeah, like to I see it, as well how it works. That. Um, just see how it works on the opposite, on the opposite side. Um, I'd be quite interested from a tactical perspective to see see how we go with and how, how that works. Um, but now I, I do anticipate Ben Davis to to play as well. Um, and then midfield, Sissoko, Winks, uh, Lacelso and, and Lucas. I think Winks had a good game, uh, Derby Day. Um, didn't do anything out of the ordinary, wasn't spectacular or anything, but I just think had a had a solid game. Um Lucas, I think as we mentioned on our on our review, was 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 excellent. Um, Sissoko done a job um, and probably stopped a lot of Arsenal attacks coming down that left hand side. Um, and yeah, Geo had a lovely little set to with with Danny Ceballos for pretty much the whole game. That was quite an interesting battle to to see those two going at it. Um, but yeah, I anticipate those that will be. Um, the midfield and then up top Kanan and Son um, there is almost that feeling of um, if it isn't broke you know if it ain't broke don't fix uh, don't try and fix it do you know what I mean um, so yeah we've yeah, played we've played like 4-4-2 in the last few games um, obviously Derby Day it worked I think against Bournemouth it didn't it didn't work like at all um, so yeah I mean it'll be interesting be interesting to see, um, you know, Bergvin might come in for Lucas. Um, so, but I think, um, you know, try and keep the side as settled as possible for as long as possible. Um, and try not to make too many changes if, if and where we can. Um, but yeah, that's no that Like I say, that's probably how I anticipate us playing. The only, obviously, the only one change being with Aurier because I think he, um, he unfortunately will be be going back to to France to deal with the 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 tragedy in it, in his family and you know as 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 you said on our on our review and, and Nelson in our in our North London Derby special our condolences are, are with Serge Aurier at, at this time and, and his family as well. Um so Serge we are all behind you um and we hope to see you back on the pitch soon as well. Even Joe um is is behind you on this one um which is which is lovely. Yeah. Um, so Joe, we've we've gone through our predicted lineups. Then, who do you see being key players for for both sides? Right, this one's going to shock you straight up. Yeah, I'm going to go for Sissoko to be a key player in this game. Um, I think. Wait, exactly wait, 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 wait! Yeah. Can you repeat that for not only for, um, me, for other people that will be watching and listening? 
yeah, um, I think, yeah, Sizoko is going to be a very key player. Um, I think, obviously, playing up against his former club, um, I think, obviously, Newcastle are a very solid team. Um, it's, you know, John Joe Shelby, you know, he's not exactly going to bottle challenges. Um, Longstaff or Bentaleb, whoever plays in there, I think that would be an interesting battle. Um, so I think Sizoko, you know, as I said, to be fair, credit where credit's due. He had a good game against Arsenal. Um, so hopefully that gives him the confidence to go forward for this game. Um, he still needs to work on his passing ability. I don't care what anyone says. Um, but I think he's going to be a very key player in this game. You know, I think try and bully their midfield that bit. Because um, I think he's the one to, who will be able to give it back that bit more. Obviously, Gio will, because Gio is not afraid of anyone. Um, Obviously, Winks isn't either, don't get me wrong, but I think Sizoko will let them know that he's there big time. Um, so I think that's a massive one. I think uh, for them, obviously, John Joe Shelby, as you said, he is, when he is, when he is on his game, he is absolutely fantastic. He can literally find anyone with a pass. He's got a banger in him as well. Um, and he's a bit unpredictable as well, like, on the ball. You never know if he's going to play it safe or whether he's going to do an extravagant long pass, um, have a shot. No, when he's on it, he is superb. Um, but I think it doesn't happen enough for them. I think, you know, it's fair to say. Um, but he's a cracking player. I think at the back for us, I think... Whoever comes in for Serge has got a big opportunity as well. Um, you know, as we've said, it is very, very un unfortunate circumstances, but at the minute, Serge is starting every single game. This is an opportunity for a player to come into a position and try and take their claim. Um, you know, like that, that, that's an opportunity for a player there, so that which could benefit the team for this game because they could come in and have an absolute blinder because they're trying to show Jose what they've got, um, which I always find interesting. You know, when a player gets an opportunity, they've got to take it by the scruff of the neck. I think Gio as well is going to be very, very important in this game. I think this is going to be where we have to see Gio at his best because obviously Newcastle, they will set up tight. They won't let us... They, really try not to let us play it in behind, play them little um, through balls in. Gio's got to be on top of this game, trying to get them passes going, um, trying to get the team going. Obviously, driving with the ball. I think our wide players as well, you know, um, have to be key in this game because they have to be trying to get into the spaces um, behind their wing-backs. Um, I think because that is where I think you know we could break them down because they're back three, the actual central three will be very hard to break down. Um, because I have to admit, you know, they're a very solid unit. I, I give great credit to them. You know, they never really make too many mistakes, I don't think. You know, they're very solid, they you know, they don't concede too many goals. Um and if they do concede one goal, it's not like they then just open open up anyway. Um, and I, I think if Lascelles plays 
who what a key player he is for them. I, as I've said, I really like him. Part, you know, I think, as I said, you know, he can really go. I think he could probably move clubs to go to a bigger club. I really do. Like, you look at some of the big clubs, they, they're crying out for centre-half. Crying out for centre-half. But, and I think Lascelles is always one who gets overlooked. Um, maybe because of the team who he plays for. Maybe because of the style they play. But obviously, people always maybe look at, like, Nathan Ake. Um, but thinking about it, I think I'd probably rather Lascelles. Obviously, Ake's got the left foot, being a left-footed centre-half going for him. But I think if you look at Bournemouth this season, conceding goals left-right centre, um, Lascelles is obviously in a very solid unit and he's a natural leader, a leader. Something what we don't know too much of, by the way. Um, I'm not saying, you know, I would like to see him at Tottenham. I don't think he's, you know, I think it's one of them where if he, but yeah, that's a talk for a different day anyway. I don't want to actually waffle on about that too much, but I like, I like him a lot. Um, he's a player I've got a lot of respect for. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think Gio is probably going to be our most key player. Because um, I think he's got a very, very tough job on his hands. Um, that's my view, personally. Um, who do you think uh, is going to be key players? Um, starting off with Newcastle. Um, obviously, they are they are the home team. Um, I think the spine of their team is going to be key. Um, I think the Bravka in goal. If he pulls, if he pulls off another half decent performance they're in with a shout of getting something from the game um like i said earlier he, he's they've got their money's worth out of out of him um and i think he's been up there for me in terms of one of the best keepers in the league since he joined um very rarely makes makes mistakes um and, and stuff like that i think he just gets overlooked a little bit similar to what you said about the cells really he gets overlooked because of the team he plays for and and the style in which they play. Um, and I think he's actually up there in terms of having the most saves in the Premier League um, this this season as, as well. Um, I think, it, again, like you said about the cells, if he plays, um, it'll be key. Marshalling that back line, keeping everybody in check um, and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think he'll be he'll be key should, should he play. Um, yeah, Shelby... Um, will be key for Newcastle trying to get them playing, trying to get the game playing at their tempo and at their pace. Um, and actually, I think his passing range will be key to trying to hit us on the counter attack as well. You know, finding um, the likes of Almiron and St Maximan in good spaces and allowing them the opportunity to carry the ball um, and look to create something for them. Um, speaking of which, those two will be very key in terms of, you know, as I just mentioned, carrying. Newcastle up the pitch and looking to create things for, for the team. Um, St Maximan is going to be ridiculously key. I think he's the one that can unlock the door. Um, and I like, I do quite like him. He's unpredictable. You never know what you're going to get. Um, and he's one that really does cause fullbacks problems. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be massive, massive for Newcastle. Um, Joel Linton uh, as well, I think. 
He's got a obviously he's got a score as a centre forward, always helps. Um, but actually, I think he's going to be key in terms of if he does play, holding the ball up and bringing others into play, bringing a Ben Taleb if he plays or a long staff, bringing Shelby into play, bringing the Almiron and St Maximan into play as well. Um, but I think he has to do more in terms of once he's laid it off to those guys and getting in, you know, if they are in the attacking third of the pitch, getting into decent areas in the box so they can try and find him. Because I think at times he's been a bit a bit far off in terms of, um, you know, when balls have come into the box, you don't tend to see him even in and around where the ball's going, you know, in the in the box. Um, so, yeah, I think that's that's going to be... That's going to be key uh, for them. Um, also, special mention to Matt Ritchie in terms of his delivery um, as well from set pieces, you know, corners, free kicks, that kind of thing. I think uh, Newcastle might look to exploit that um, as a potential way of, of, you know, trying to score and, and, and stuff. Um, for us, I think two centre-halves, uh, they've got to have a similar game to to Sunday, um, you know that I thought they were excellent. Really, um, Sanchez did really really well up against uh, the pace of Arsenal's front line, um, and Toby was was pretty solid um, as well. So, yeah, I think those two will be key. Um, I see your point on Lacelso um, in the fact that you know he's got to be. I think this is a game for him where he has to show his quality in an attacking sense. I think he's done very, very well at keeping yeah. the ball and keeping things moving for us. But we want to see a little bit more from him in terms of going forward. You know, can he play those passes um, in between lines, Like as you mentioned? Um, I do think if it isn't working, free and Dombele and get the guy on and he will do it like 100%. He will do it. Um, he will find that eye of a needle type pass and Dombele. Um, so, yeah, I think Winks will be key for us in terms of setting the tempo, a bit similar to Shelby for Newcastle. Uh, Winks is the one that gets us playing um, and gets it at our, going at our pace and our tempo. Um, can't really look past the front line of Lucas, Sonny and Kane. I think they're going to be key. You know, the, the Lucas and Sonny have to try and stretch this Newcastle back line um, as, as much as possible. And, and Kane's got a real task on his hand. A bit similar to Joel Linton in the sense that he's got to look to bring others into play. Um, but I think the difference with Kane is once he's done it, he's then after that next one, you know, after he's laid it off right, can I get myself into a goal scoring position? Um, so, yeah, like I say, those guys I think will, will be key um, for us in, in this game. Anything from, to add from you on on that or? No, I think you know I think it's quite similar to what we you know I think we both had similar thoughts in there. Um, obviously, Endon Bellet's apparently picked up that injury in training, though unfortunately. Um, Forgot about that. It's my bad. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, well, it's not. It's not like he's been playing, so it's not. You know, it's probably quite a hard one to remember. Do you reckon he's um, let his back picking up the pay packet? Um, oh. is, is that can we consider that? Can we consider that one? Um, reports he's on two hundred grand a week, so it might. Uh, I've, I've, that one up. 
No, I, I tell you what, it probably is. It's probably because every time I see him, even if it's absolute roasting weather, by the way, he's wearing thermals, hats, <laughs> he's wearing, like, probably got hypothermia. Like, Jesus Christ. I don't get that, by the way. Like, how, like, do you remember that, that um, training session where they posted all the pictures? Like, there's Toby in the vest. I think Harry yeah. was in a vest. Well, both Harrys were. Then it, there's just a picture of Endombele. He's got the tracksuit on. He's got a beanie hat on. He's on like, there's this picture from like December, and I just accidentally slipped it in. And you're like, what? Um, like, I didn't get it. Like, yeah, crazy man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I agree with you on them, on on the key players. So Joe, last one then. Um... Because I don't know if you can tell, but it's getting a bit dark in, in my uh, in my room. Um, electricity, we forgot to pay the bill. Um, so I want to try want to try and get this one out before, <laughs> before uh, people can't can't see me anymore. Because um, we have recorded this one a bit late later than usual. Um, score prediction and who's going to score? What are you going for? Right, I'm one nil. One 0 Tottenham, because um, I think, as we've said, Newcastle don't score too many goals, and they don't concede too many. Um, and as I, I think one nil, yeah, I'm going. I'm definitely going one nil. Goal scoring, it's goal scorer. <laughs> I'm going to go. Geo is going to get his first Premier League goal. Ooh. Heard it here first, guys. Geo is going to get his first. Premier League goal, and if he does, um, anyone who is over um, the age of eighteen and just puts that bet on, just let me know, and I'll I'll take uh, my percentage of it. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. But um, but yeah, that, that's what I'm going for. I'm actually yeah, I'm quite confident on that now. I might even have a little little flat. Uh, probably won't. I'll probably bottle it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Giolo Celso. One nil. What about you? Um, I'm gonna go with two one to Tottenham. Um, obviously we don't really keep many clean sheets, so it's always worth putting putting on the other team to score. Um, I think for Newcastle, I see if it's Lascelles playing, I see him scoring from a corner. Um, don't know why. Um, Probably because we're shocking at defending, but yeah, that's probably it. that's probably why. Just um, want to say, just want to come on that. Just want to come on that. You know, last game you said I oh, would probably concede from a corner because we rubbish at set pieces, and then we went and scored from a corner. God, Toby, sorry, just carry on. Yeah, double bluff, Joe. Um, reverse psychology, mate. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but now I do see for some bizarre reason Lascelles scoring um, from from a corner. Um, if he doesn't play. I think Richie or Shelby will score from a free kick because they are two really, really good sort of set-piece specialists. Um, and for Spurs, Harry Kane is going to get both. Simple as that. Simple as that. Simple as that. Fair play. Um, right then, guys, that is it for our preview for the Newcastle game. I hope you can still see me. Um, it has got incredibly dark um, in my room. And as I said, I forgot to pay the electricity bill this week. Um, but no, make sure you 
like the video, comment your thoughts on the comment section on our YouTube video um, on lineups uh, and predicted um, predicted scores. Um, and make sure you subscribe as well. We are looking to push uh, 100 subscribers before the season is out. So we would really, really appreciate it if uh, any people that are listening that you subscribe. And when you do subscribe, turn that notification bell on so you know every time uh, we post a video. Um, and we're also on Spotify, so make sure you follow us on there as well. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Only One Hotspur. Um, for more Tottenham-based content. All that is left to say is we hope you enjoy the game, get behind the team, and up the Spurs. Up the Spurs.